is the chartographers. the Chartographers, music-loving podcast, music-loving people, worst the first. You know the thing. You have the commemorative tattoos that we sent out in a mailer. It's great. They're rub-on, but they're fantastic. Our budget went to it. That's why we're recording on a stick. So, guys, listen. Uh, this is our Jay-Z Happy Hour Minisode. It is Evan Soddy. It is co-creator Taryn O'Reilly. It is the one, the only Chartographers All-Star, Shannon, PXGI, Redman, White. Find him on Twitch. He hey. streams a lot. It's great. Uh, and, guys, we're talking about Jay-Z, Shannon's favorite artist. He insisted. And so we <laughs> had to and we're happy to uh but the thing is in terms of jay-z we need to start about the thing we do at the start of every happy hour minisode guys what's the worst jay-z song and let me tell you my nomination for this thing it's pretty obvious i think for me it's things that you do featuring mariah carey <laughs> off of volume three. Oh, totally <laughs> Oh, it's hard to top that. Do, do, do. <laughs> I mean, that's the choice, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm also not a big fan of I Know What Girls Like off of Volume 1 either, because that's just, I oh, that way they did that beat, just everything yeah. about that. Also, the, the vocal take on the hooks is garbage. I Know What Girls Like. Look, for me, I hate Holy Grail so much. I really do. That's Shannon. the worst. I ha- oh for me, my god! I'd rather listen to Mariah Carey do whatever she did <laughs> than listen Shannon. to Holy Grail. I hate that song. I hate that song. I hate it so much. Jesus, I get it. I get it. But the the thing is, there are like six songs on Magna Carta Holy Grail besides that that are like that could be the worst. You know, I. Tom Ford's close. Tom yeah. Ford is bad. That was a single. That was a single. He thought that was good enough to like promote. Yeah. He wanted people to hear that. Um, I think. Oh God, what were the I, verses? It's like really bad. I hated BBC. I hated Jay Z Blue. I thought the La Familia was pretty bad. I know you didn't hate Nickels and Dimes, Evan. No, right? I hate the beat, but I think lyrically oh, yeah. it actually does stuff. Yeah, I can get in my nickels and quarters for my you know sons and daughters. Like, there's just like some nice alliteration that he does on there. Like, it's a song that lyrically is better than the beat is providing for it. Yeah, so. the beat was terrible. Right. Yeah, that's just the beats across the board. There are like not and the random Joan Crawford sample that's in fucking oh, Jay Z yeah. Blue. No more wire hangers. It's Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway. But, oh, okay, yeah. For me, I really. hate... Hate Holy Grail and I really hate Off That with Drake. Ooh, oh, got it. I hate yeah. it. I hate Off That. With that's a and that's choice. weird because every time Drake and Jay Z make a song together, it's usually good. Uh-huh. But it was usually on Drake albums. It so. was a it was a um, bad Timbaland chorus. Yeah, uh-huh. like that. Like that's okay. again. That was you know Shock Value Two era. Timbaland hmm. was no longer. Oh my, I forgot about Shock yeah. Value on his peak. Okay. If you guys ever do a Timbaland discography, please don't. That'd be hard. Oh, don't include me. I know how much I love Magoo. He only, he's only put out two Timbaland albums, and then what do we do? He the albums that albums he like. He has those two albums with Timbaland and Magoo. Oof. Does he? Yeah. You know, mm. Magoo. Everyone loves Magoo. Yeah, no. Your favorite but rapper, like, Magoo. Okay, so do we do Magoo do we do tattoo? Email us at the Chartographer at gmail.com. 
No. Do we do like Nelly Furtado? Like, do we yes. just do his production discography? Which or, would like, be good. Uh-huh. I think it would be good. I think we just do a Nelly Furtado episode. How about that? I want to talk about her neglected 2000 whatever album, The Invisible Spirit, or whatever. I don't need to do a Nelly Furtado. I'm like a bird. <laughs> okay, I, like, of- and don't get me wrong. I loved that. I loved Loose mm-hmm. when it came out when I was like. <laughs> an age that was an surprisingly age that's young. very low. Yes. Right. Okay, well, let's do the thing, though. Jay-Z guest verses. He's okay. done quite a few. Mm-hmm. Good, the bad, uh, everything in there. For me, uh, weirdly enough, I'm not in love with his uh, Beyonce guest verses that he does. He adds flavor yeah, to the song, not, yeah. but it's never, like, the highlight of the song. I'm mainly there for the Beyonce. What do you think about Fair Drunk enough. in Love or Deja Vu or Crazy in Love? I like the verse on Crazy in Love. I, I, I like Crazy in Love. I like Crazy in Love. Yeah. But I'm not like... It, they aren't his strongest verses. Mm. His strongest verse is Heartbreaker featuring Mariah Carey, obviously. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, honestly... <laughs> well, if we're, talking about in, if we're talking about in terms of his... He has so many guest verses, we can do one just for rap. Oh, my God. One just for R&B. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. my favorite Jay-Z feature for the R&B artist is his one with uh, Maya, Get the Best of Me. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Oh my god, I love that song. But I don't know if that's necessarily no. That's a, yeah. That's a Jay Z verse. That's a Maya song, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I yeah, I always, I always, of course, always refer back to his verse on Monster by Kanye. Mm. Uh, no, okay, that, that that's that's up there for no, one of his. I don't get enough of it. No, Jay. All I get is his vampires and bloodsuckers. No, Jay Z literally just went. <laughs> he just went in the booth and just named monsters. Yes, like, 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 so funny. Like, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> like, like, Godzilla, uh, Loch Ness, yeah. <laughs> zombie, a like, are you are you just naming no monsters conscience. that's coming into your mind right now? Like, it's not even a zombie. It's a zombie with no conscience. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> like uh, that's a zombie. <laughs> 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 that's a, like, he, he also says ATM machine and pin number. That's the kind of person <laughs> he is. You know that. Like, oh my god. Like that. That's if we if I had a hated. Jay Z best verse. Yeah, that would be it. Like, I mean, I usually skip it. Yeah, yeah I'm. Because then you have like, the Nicki verse right after. I still yeah. know all the words. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you're there for Nicki. Yeah, yeah, you're there for Nicki. That's a Nicki song. Yeah. More importantly, though, you. Were, I mean, you've been a Jay Z fan for a while. There, mm-hmm. we didn't count them there. If you wouldn't mind doing us a favor and walking us through his collaborative albums from Streets is Watching right. all the way up to so he so had Streets is Watching. Right. Yeah. I think he had Streets is Watching. Um. Then he had Rock La Familia. Mm-hmm. And then, after Black Album, he released the two, the, R, two, Kelly the two R. Kelly collaborative albums. Then, I believe... The Linkin Park one. The Linkin Park one. Then, Watch the Throne. Yes. And then, Linkin everything Parks. is... Yeah, yeah, then everything is love. Yeah. yeah. And again, I, I know you guys don't like everything is love. I like everything is love. But you do. I, but I understand why people don't. I understand I why people don't. I don't hate it. It's just because not it's my like, favorite form of Beyonce. Yeah, because it's basically like... The Migos was in a studio with Jay Z and Beyonce, and they made an album. Right. Yeah. So, or or they got a bunch of Migos reference tracks, and they made an album, which is cool. And I like the fact that Jay Z kind of jumped in there. I'm not saying it's I, I wouldn't rank it like it's my best. Right. I, I I enjoyed it. I really yeah. do like it. If 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 it was for like it just out of pure enjoyment, I'm not like it's probably one of my favorite albums I listened to this year. I wouldn't put it as the best album of the year for me personally, but it's one of my favorite that I've listened to. But you know, I'm not like. I don't think I'll be listening to that album. I mean, like, yeah, it's catchy, yeah. but it's yeah, disposable. Because, I mean, like, yeah, exactly. That's it, it's for me at Beyonce's least. Beyonce's so talented, and I don't get her talent from that. Right, because, because yeah. from her from rapping, and again, it's not again, it's the Migos. So it's like if you're not 
when I I'm not I'm per, me personally as a music listener I'm not jumping to the Migos to like right I like the I like that she's rapping I like her ability to kind of do it it's like it's cool like I enjoyed it it was a fun record but I'm not ranking it high on for either of their discographies of what they've done previously yeah. but I like it was something cool it was something fresh and they threw it out out of nowhere so it was like cool thank you yeah absolutely yeah, I can take it so uh, watch the throne what was your thoughts. For us, listen to season seven of episode one when we did Kanye West. Like for me, I like Watch the Throne. Mm-hmm. You like Ham? No, I don't know. Ham is part. <laughs> Ham. Oh my god, I forgot about Ham. Yeah. Ham is up there with the worst. Oh yeah, I'm, absolutely. Uh, is it the that worst? Was, that was the lead single. And it was just like really. No. This is the Lex Luger no. beat you're going yeah, with. Yeah, that was not great. No, yeah. no. It's a bonus track. But I do like the songs. Uh, I do like some of the songs. Uh, what's the name of the song? Uh, what's the name of that song? Otis. Where has it sent? No, not, I like Otis, but that's not what I'm thinking about. It's with Otis Red. It's with an Otis Redfield sample as well. I do like that last song with Mr. Hudson on there. Like, Ooh, I can look it up. I, I can look it up right now. Yeah, I loved the take Beyonce. Off. Yeah, yeah. Burr, burr, lift burr, off. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. Can you I take it to the moon? Take it to the stars. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's not Ooh. like it's not like that. that I love it. Yeah, like a pop. Like that would that song was never gonna be a hit, yeah. but it they're just like the journey you go on, you know. Like Kanye really knocked that one out of the yeah. park. And wasn't it wasn't it during the Chicago stop when they did the Watch the Throne tour when they went ahead and performed uh, in Paris seven times? Well, they were like, doing that yeah. at every show. Yeah, because they, they were yeah. they were just playing the encore, just like yeah. until it Bam-bam. seemed like the crowd had, had enough. Bam-bam. Yeah, we looked that, it up. Yeah, yeah so the joy. With Curtis Mayfield, Kanye oh, West. Oh, yeah. I love that song. Like, so songs like that stuck out to me. I wasn't a big fan of Paris. Like, I like Paris. It was cool when it came out, but it got annoying very quickly for me. Because it's just... It's pretty repetitive. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's so Beeper. repetitive. Beeper. Beeper. Like, um... Boy. Welcome to the Jungle, I like. I like I like Ye. I think this is probably one of the last songs where... Kanye, like, like where Kanye kind of gave good verses and things like yeah. that. Because I think after this came Jesus and... Yeah. Pablo and all that, all that yeah. stuff. But I liked it. Yeah, Lift Off was so good. I like No Church in a While with Frank Ocean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was good. I yeah. mean, that's. That was Th- that's Ocean's what Run This Town day. wanted to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is what Run This Town wanted to be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And then fucking DJ Khaled come out with some Jay Z songs recently, and they were just so bad. Like, I don't. Why I, are we still letting DJ Khaled be a thing? It's you know what I don't. It's a no brainer. Like I don't it's, know, man. Like and, it, and I, I appreciate. Like I never in my mind was at home. Like hmm, I want to hear what Jay Z and Future sounds like together. Yeah. But when I heard that Jay Z and Future, I said, "Oh, that's an interesting pairing. I want to listen to it." Now it wasn't that good <laughs> in my my opinion. It's no, like, and what's weird is even the song. It's something. It's like a DJ Khaled formula. Like he like yeah. he knows the songs to put out at what DBMs is gonna get the most hits. Uh-huh. Just because yeah. so and it's, just, it's like a formula because even the song, the the song Jay Z and Beyonce have together for DJ Khaled, uh, Shining. I'm not a big it's fan of that either. Pretty boring. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm like eh, I'm like okay. So I don't know. I, I I hate every. I don't know. But for a little bit, DJ Khaled had the good. Collaborative songs like I'm Hood oh, and yeah. the remix. We taken over. Yeah, like we 
One of the, come on. I mean, what, that was, that was, I feel like that was when Wayne, like, he that was been, one of the sickest that was one of those, That versus. was one of the times when, like, that was before Carter 3, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, he was, he was rising, but that, I feel like that verse was what made all of the, like, white kids go like, oh shit, who's that? You <laughs> like, know what I mean? Right, so, for, for, uh, like, that's right when a Dedication 2 mm-hmm. came out. And he took over the song. That's when he had all the mixtapes that he was rapping over. Every This is when he took Show Me What You Got yeah. from Jay-Z yeah. and made an infinitely better song with his version. Like, he just... And then that verse right there, oh, my God, he just took off. And I think that that's when Lil Wayne went from this point to legend. Like, it was just like, no, he's one right. of the greatest of all Seriously, time. That yeah. verse was that... Oh, my God. All right, so here... I'm going to toss a couple guest features out there because I pulled them up. Okay. Uh, so it's going... Starting with 98, I feel like. Because as much as I want to talk about Rel, I don't feel like anyone wants to talk about Rel. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jermaine Dupree, Money Ain't a Thing. That was... Too. Wait, wasn't that one of his songs? I think it was, but like... Isn't it that was, on this? Yeah, I think it was... Yeah, was Money... Like, I, yeah. No, I think it was on both. Okay. It was one of those... It was on both project uh, yeah. ones. Uh, Memphis Bleak. I don't know why that's. Uh, oh yeah, oh Best every Part Memphis two. Bleak verse just made me cringe. So oh much. my god, no, 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 not as much. Here's the thing. So like, is Beanie Siegel like a special needs cause, or like, what's going on with that? Because he's like gives him so much. I liked Beanie Siegel more than Memphis Bleak. Yeah. No, so Beanie, so Memphis Bleak is pretty much the person that Jay Z grew up with. That's like his child. Like that's that's oh, like his that's like his okay. day one. So he's so and th- and again, I, I like Memphis Bleak personally. But I think, because again, and Memphis Bleak like had some of the most like he had some hits too. He had a song with Ti called mm-hmm. "Around Here" that took off out of nowhere. This is before people really knew who Ti was. He was and, the Memphis, band man. and Memphis Bleak was like, "I want to put Ti on this song." Like Memphis Bleak has a great like he he's a great A and R. He has a great ear for what's happening out there. But a lot of he's on a lot of guest verses. He never really got the takeoff. I don't know what it was. <laughs> like it just didn't work out. Because yeah. Jay Z, like Jay Z, was like you know he's the better version of me when he was introducing to the world, and then it just kind of never clicked because that wasn't true. Like he, mm-hmm. he just wasn't. But Beanie Siegel, on the other hand, uh, Phil, a Philly legend. He's a, people hold Beanie Siegel in high regard as well, just as like your Jadakiss stuff like that. Beanie Siegel was up there, part of State Property, was signed to Rockefeller. Uh, Beans was he was the one. He was the really street dude, like the one that was even though he was a rapper was actually still out there. Involved in street politics and things like that, but he was so good as an MC because a lot of people don't realize that battle rap and a lot of dope lyricism comes out of Philly as well. Mm-hmm. So Beanie Siegel was like one of the first ones to really take off from Philly, and every single track he did with Jay Z, it was like, "Yo, Jay Z is Jay Z, but this Beanie Siegel, like he he he, 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 he kept he got him on some verses. It's just like, yo." And then, like, even when him and Nas got to me, he was like, Beanie Siegel better than you. Like, your own artist is better than you. Like, actually, and Beanie Siegel was involved with the Meek Mill, Nicki Minaj, Drake beef. And then when Game got involved and stuff like that. So, Beanie Siegel was part of that because Beanie Siegel and Meek Mill were beefing and stuff. But, and then even Beanie Siegel beef with Jay-Z. Like, now, if you've never listened to the Beanie Siegel albums, he has, like, he he has phenomenal albums. Okay. He has a song called Fill It in the Air. When you listen to it, you're gonna be eerie. It's just like it's just like a chilling story about him just feeling like death is like he's gonna die soon. Like death is around the corner. Like I feel it. Like mm. I know like it's Beanie Siegel is Beanie Siegel okay. got some like so Beanie Siegel's dope. Uh this one and I am so glad I got to play for Taryn. Punjabi MC, Beware of the Boys. Oh, oh so good. I had yeah. never heard it before. 
And he, when he threw it on, I was like, what is this? I took a couple semesters of Hindi in college. Like, mm-hmm. I very much, I love that sound, yeah. that whole, like, Hindi music. It's be- amazing. And so when when a rapper yeah. can, like, keep up with that. Yeah, it was so dope. You know, it was so yeah. unexpected. It was so dope. People were like, that's actually yeah. pretty funny. And then it used in the fucking Knight Rider bass line, too. Like, mm-hmm. kind of deep in there. Uh, Fronted by Pharrell, featuring Jay-Z. Because you're fronted. I can't even. <laughs> I, I can't even. It's weird because I have a weird love for that song. All right. Because of like of, of being in high school and just like going into my sophomore year, I'm getting ready, and this is when I'm like very cognizant of how I look because I'm I want the ladies and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. So then front comes on, it's just like I have a weird connection with it. I remember I made my auntie go uh, buy me a yellow polo Aww. because of what Jay Z head on in the video and stuff. I'm like, you know, I'm going to go to school. And then I used to always listen to the song and kind of get in my vibe. And that was my vibe back then. So. I love that. Yeah, awesome. I, I really okay. like, I really, I have a personal affection for that song. Yeah. I don't know if we want to talk about the uh, guest verse on Umbrella, but that was the thing that happened for I a while. mean, I just love Umbrella so much, but yeah. that's, it's, it was an interesting way to start the song. Yeah. Jay-Z had no reason to be where he was anywhere near that song. Yeah. <laughs> just put Rihanna out and that's like I didn't need Jay-Z yeah. and it still was a hit thank God but he was also on Talk That Talk by Rihanna but I don't remember that as well it's fine yeah I yeah also Hot Toddy by Usher featuring Jay-Z I don't mm-hmm. fucking remember that shit no one does it's, yeah. no I know it oh uh, you do yeah I know it yeah oh, oh. Uh, Young Jay-Z featuring Jay-Z and Andre 3000 I do Yes. Yeah, Jay-Z. Yes. Jay-Z likes Young Jeezy. Because him, Jay-Z... Well, granted, okay. Yeah, Jay-Z and Young Jeezy make great music together. And Jay-Z has a certain connection with Young Jeezy because when he was president of Def Jam... He kind of Jay Z kind of he kind of brought Jay Z under his wing, and okay. that was outside of Rihanna. That was one of the projects for him that was successful. It was like like it hit like he got big like he got popular. He was yeah. one of the best in the game. So they made great music together. And Jay Z being from you know Atlanta, and some of the songs he was able to make with a more East Coast sound, and it just worked. And, it, and plus Jay Z has yeah. the same upbringing as far as the street background of like dealing drugs and stuff like that. And plus Young Jeezy's part of BMF, mm-hmm. which is one of the you know, biggest historical crime scene, crime mob scenes in history, and that's where Young Jeezy comes from. So Jay Z has a certain affection for him because that's what it is in hip hop. Like the people that come from that background, and Jeezy just kind of ran with it. And in 2016, he was on three fucking guest songs. He was on Drug Dealers Anonymous. <sighs> That's oh, featuring Jay Z. Oh. Now that's hip hop. I love that song. Okay, that song. I love that song. He was on Pop Style. Drake featuring Jay-Z and Kanye West. Channing he Gunther. said like two... No, he literally uh, said two words. No, literally like two, three words. No, and I'm not saying he repeated it. No, I mean literally he said, if I ain't gonna got it, I'm gonna get it. And if I don't, you gonna live. That was it. That was the whole... That was it. And then it was just kind of... It was the work. I don't even know why Drake even released... I don't know who released that song. It should never came out. Clearly, Jay-Z did not want to be there. That was a, I'm not doing a song verse on there. And they they just left it in there. And then Terrible. I got the keys by DJ Collins. Mm. Uh, don't mention that to mm. me. Don't, come on. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not running back to I got the keys at all. Yeah, no one is. Uh, so, the other thing, just out of curiosity, have you ever seen him live? No, I have not. Well, I've seen him, not personally, like, been there myself. I've seen videos oh, and yeah. stuff like that. And I don't, I, I think he's, well... 
before, before like he was kind of known as like kind of a, a kind of trash lot performer because he didn't do anything. He just kind of stood there and rapped and just rapped. Rap. Yeah, and that's it. It didn't move. And then, but when DMX came along, and then Method Man and Red Man and stuff came along, and Method Man, and Red Man, and Method Man are flying through the air on on hanging from ropes yeah. and stuff, rapping and singing and performing over twenty thousand fans, and you got DMX who's energetic, running everywhere, and this is at the peak of his Jay Z kind of like he started to step it up a little bit, but it was still pretty simple, just like. I'm gonna do hand cadences, but he's gotten way better now because yeah. he's so prolific with his words and he know how to kind of command things and kind of mm-hmm. keep everyone in. Like when he when he got to the black album, he was like he perfected the craft of performing and stuff like that. And he he and I just love that Jay Z typically performs with live bands. He doesn't just use yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he yeah, always and so I mean by default it's always gonna be a thousand times better for me if it's a live band involved. If it's a live band, it's gonna be better than just a DJ board and them just playing a track. For right. Sure. Taryn actually saw him live. Yeah, during the Justin of, Timberlake co-tour. Yeah. It's kind of a funny story. My uncle like got free tickets and didn't want to go. Um, <laughs> Shout so out he, to your like, uncle. <laughs> he gave them to like it was like me, my sister, and my cousin, and then just like my cousin's friend. And yeah, it was incredible. Just there for Justin Timberlake. Like, yeah. well, yeah, I was mo- I was more excited about Justin Timberlake, and Justin Timberlake was great. But then as Jay Z's set went on, I was like. Oh, I do know a ton of these songs. Oh, actually, Jay-Z is kind of showing up Justin Timberlake right now. And mm-hmm. the thing is, just like you said, yeah. Jay-Z is like just, he's rapping. He's, you know, he, he moves around the stage plenty. and he But he his command of the stadium yeah. was phenomenal. Like, and Justin Timberlake was out there with doing choreography, backup dancers. But just all Jay-Z had to do was like say a word or, or not say a word, like, yeah. depending on if the crowd knew... I mean, because the, the crowd knew all the words. Exactly. Like, yeah. And so, even in moments when he, like, stopped rapping, it was just, like, so magnetic. Like, you could not take a single moment of your eyes away from him. That's awesome. He was, tr- like, truly one of the greatest live performers yeah, I've seen. that's Jay-Z. Yeah. Uh, now, here's the other thing, though. I was trying to look up, and I asked uh, Nick Shota, who was our guest on several episodes. He's also a cartographer, all all star. We'll have a brunch, okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, like he, because he was on our Beyonce episode. I'm like, hey, uh, just for my sake, how did Jay Z and Beyonce meet? And he's like, no idea. And the thing is that to this day, no one really knows. Like, I mean, they like worked together on you know mm-hmm. Bonnie and Clyde 03, and you know he started appearing on her songs, but there was never really like a start date because credit to them, they are two of the biggest stars in the world, and they have kept their relationship very yeah. fucking private. And I mean, the extent of people's knowledge of the relationship is pretty much from their songs and music right from exactly what they have chosen to tell right. us about. yeah what we what we do know is they kind of made things official when she was 21 he he pursued her he was feeling her uh, earlier on she wasn't really thinking that he was serious about it got serious about it and then they just kind of been just kind of under the radar but together ever since and then when 03 Bonnie and Clyde came out that's when that I guess that was one of the no, because the O three Bonnie and Clyde, came, yeah, O three yeah. Bonnie and Clyde came out before Crazy in Love, Crazy in Love. Yeah. right? But I think O three Bonnie and Clyde was like when people in the public was like, oh, like that thing. Because yeah, the they're... lyrics are pretty, like you know, mentioning yeah. about that, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, but I think it. So I don't. I mean, but I don't know the exact date and stuff like that, and kind of know the setting. But it's been it's been a while, and they've been so secretive about it, and that's hard. That's you don't see that too often. You pretty much know everything at this point about a relationship. But they've kept it. The only thing we, only things we know, is what they tell us. That's mm-hmm. it. 
So. I know, which I think is so fascinating. And I feel like, again, as we mentioned when we had a discussion of 444, what have you, I feel like him getting to know her has been good for him, too, just mm-hmm. because you see his worldview so gradually change over time, too, of yeah. having a stable relationship and maybe not fucking, you know, another right. woman that's not, you know, him. Like, it's just like, it's it's fascinating to see how that integrates, and now, especially now that they have so many goddamn kids together, too. Right. You know, they have... Two! Three! Three. Three. Because she had twins. Right, she had twins. Yeah. yeah. Still, though, that's I know. not like that many. Also, Blue's College Fund has got to be pretty sweet at this point, yeah. honestly, given the number of songs that Blue has been on. Yeah. Blue's Freestyle, Blue Ivy, off of the Beyonce album, like, yeah. Right. I don't think she's been a bad like she, Blue has been I feel like Blue is like 100% for her features so far mm-hmm. like I don't think anything she's been involved with was bad <laughs> today I I'm mean like, I'm like I'm like uh, when uh, Zarek had an issue during her Outcast episode that you were on when he it was upset with all the times Bamboo uh, showed up on all those big boy <laughs> tracks just like I don't like kids in rap songs sorry I can't be honest about that I mean I, I think I mean oh, the song that he got when she was born uh, the song where he recorded her First Cries yeah. that Pharrell produced. Mm-hmm. I forget the name of the song. Oh my god, that song is so beautiful. I like the song she got on um, on four forty four on the extra tracks. And he, I like, and he actually explained how that happened. Like he just kind of watches her sometimes when she like go see Beyonce perform and stuff. Yeah. And he started to notice that she actually understands rhythm and has a bop with things. And so he was like, one day he just let her record, and she just kind of was rapping she wasn't saying words but she you can say she she had a flow and the cadence and she yeah. knew how to keep with the beat so he was like he just thought it was amazing so he was like and again as corny as it is i love it because it's like it shows again especially as a you know as a black person like it shows representation of like a father and their kid and developing and growth and like urging them to like go with what they like go with what they know so i'm just like oh that shit's just beautiful even though it's corny but it's beautiful i love it mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And honestly, I think that it's interesting that that song, even though it was a bonus track, got a music video for it. Mm-hmm. But the 444 music video experience, we talked about a little bit during the episode mm-hmm. prior, but like, goddamn, he yes. just fucking went for it with the music videos yeah. on there. Starting with the story of OJ, which yeah. was kind of this old school Disney cartoon about essentially institutional racism and, yeah. you know, growing up black in America during Jim Crow period. And is like, Fucking intense yeah. shit. And yeah. I, I remember when it came out, I'm just like, yo, what is this video? Yeah. And I'm just like, J-Ball. I'm like, oh my God. Because all of that has like a meaning and undertone for kind of the art art style and cartoons they used to make back in that time. Yeah. So I was just like, man. And you know, there was, like, also, there was also my boy who did that, uh, Mark Romanek, the music video director, who's right. directed some of the most iconic music videos of all time, ranging from Scream by Michael and Janet Jackson oh, to really? fucking uh, Cochise by Goddamn Audio Slave to another video by Jay-Z called 99 Problems, huh. which is maybe his best music video ever, too. Yeah, yeah. that song is one of his best oh songs, God. too. Yeah. Again, as you know, as we mentioned, like rock, like rock, rap songs don't don't tend to work all the time. And I think Rick Rubin's brilliance on that song is that he just let the beat breathe. It was a bam, and then the drums kind of have time. You have time to flow over it, so yeah. it's not like too like dominating. Right, it's not it like wasn't too complex. At yeah, the it's right. not like fucking Lil Wayne doing pop punk or like trying to Hendrix's way <laughs> through a fucking song. Like just fucking stop, dude. Don't, don't ever say Lil like, Wayne and Hendrix in the same sentence again. This is what he's trying. <laughs> trying to do remember his fucking guitar solo and fucking lollipop uh, i mean if you guys ever do lil wayne like 
I would love to do that only to laugh at the rock album. Okay. I, that what? I'm not a human being. What? Or oh I'm not a human God. being too. Like. The Drought 3. Oh. I thought that was good, though. Right. No Dedication 8. That's going to be hard to, to gauge because do you count the mixtapes? Because I know, is. but you have fucking have to. Like, you could do a studio yeah. albums, but, like, his his empire is built on mixtapes. And that's that's a lot. That's yeah. more than this. That's yeah. more than, like... Oh, and Jay-Z fucking guessed it on uh, the Carter 3 when mm-hmm. they did Dr. Carter. Yep, and too. I love that song, personally. Yeah. I love it. Does Jay, how does Jay-Z do on that one? I, I think he does good. Okay. I think he does great. I like him, I like him on, on Mr. Carter. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, Wayne shined the most. Yeah. But I like Jay-Z's. Like, he helped. Yeah. He so, when, when you were growing up and listening to hip-hop, was Jay-Z like... He wasn't your first first, but... No, like, so... Yeah. Right, so when I grew up, I was more so Tupac and Nas. Oh, okay. Uh, because, in a weird way, <laughs> um, my uncle one day came over and he left this cassette tape. And he was like, don't break my cassette tape. I was like, okay, I won't break the cassette tape. I had, how old was I? Uh, was seven, eight? Okay. Um, and so, on one side, it was, I believe, Tupac's All Eyes on Me. And then on the other side was Nas's It Was Written. So, I used to, though, so that, this was on like. a single cassette tape? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. All right. Back in the day. Hey, A side, B side. <laughs> I, when I first listened to, to it, to Tupac, I'm like, wow, like. Like, what is this? Like, oh my God, like, this is dope. And then my uncle, because he knew we used to like rap, so he would like, when my grandma wasn't around, and he, we used to like rap the songs back, he let us say the curse words and stuff. So it was like, oh my God, I'm going to let me curse, I'm going to rap like Tupac. But that was the first time I really started to get into music and stuff. And then I discovered Jay-Z afterwards because there was a specific line, because then I started to, my uncle used to have everything because my family is a big music family, so that's when I I had access to Illmatic and things like that. And then I like Jay Z because I, that my first song I heard from him was Dead Presidents. Oh, and oh it's that's be, a good first song. Um, and the reason why that song caught my ear is because of the Nas uh, sample he used because mm-hmm. I know the Nas song. Yeah. But who's I'm like, yo, like Jay Z? And then that's when I started. Uh, that's when I heard Jay Z, but I didn't really really look into him until Hard Knock Life too. He was still he was, one of the originating... Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, then that leads to the other question then. Because okay. we are doing a rap artist on this episode, Top 5 MCs. Now, we mentioned it a lot during when we did our Kendrick episode especially, but I brought it up too earlier. We're like, listening to this, for some reason there's a godlike status to Jay-Z that I've mm-hmm. always had in my head. And when I went to Research Week, I was just kind of surprised. I'm like, oh, lyrically, he's not the best. He's mm-hmm. really not. Like, it's just kind of a surprise of like... He's not a bad rapper at any point, I would say. There are times when I just I was expecting a little bit more iconicism to his lyrics. And at times, he certainly is able to get in some amazing wordplay or some incredible biters or just like, you know, just, you know, like four words that destroy someone. But like overall, I was just kind of like, it was surprising. So I'm like, so why is Jay-Z this great? He's great at marketing and packaging himself, certainly. He's actually very good at that, I would argue. But even more than that, and a lot of people have mentioned to it, more than almost a lot of other rappers, his flow. Because mm-hmm. he has the ability to adapt his flow to fit almost anything. Mm-hmm. We were having a debate earlier in the week. We were actually talking a lot about Timbaland, Taren, and I. And we mentioned, I was, we were pulling up some beats, and I mentioned that one of my favorite beats of all time has to actually be what he did for uh, 50 Cent with uh, AO Technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that looping, you know, elaborate beat, and there, it sounds like there's a ping pong match going on in the background. And that's part <laughs> like, of the beat. I think quite literally, but, yeah. some ping pong. And it's just like, I'm like, that's fucking that, awesome. It might be likely. Yeah, yeah and, like, and Timberlake's doing fine on there, but like 50 Cent is trying hard to catch up to that beat. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's legitimately like falling behind a little bit. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh, you, 
you don't know how to ride this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, you know that this is good. You know that this is, like, a hit that you have to be on. But, like... Yeah. You're struggling. You're trying to... Somehow I Got Money wasn't the lead single to pull from Curtis. Sorry. Like, we were watching a bunch of Jay-Z videos, and then I think we got to Timbaland somehow. Yeah. We were just going through all his production, and... And yeah, I was I was like, but imagine if nothing else about the song changed, but this was Jay Z instead. Yeah, how much Jay- better it would be. Jay Z is regarded for for like he's ranked so high as far as rappers because when you talk about lyricists, that's that becomes a tough tougher feel because when it comes to lyricism specifically, just the technical ability to rap and flip words and stuff like that, you have so many people that like kind of people you probably wouldn't even know of like your MF Dooms and yeah. things like that people wouldn't probably be as familiar with or things like that because they're not as popular when we talk about rappers it's all encompassing mm-hmm. so the people rank him because he has you know this many points as a, as a lyrical MC but then his charisma and flow and his energy and his cadence and his, all, and his artistry with his storytelling abilities, because that's a big thing with hip hop as well. A lot of artists that have ranked very high for a lot of people mm-hmm. is their ability to tell stories and paint those pictures. Yeah, and you know there's some lyrical rappers who don't do that the best. Their technical ability is just very good. But then there are some storytellers like your Ghostface Killers and things like mm-hmm. that who just paint a picture in a different way, and it kind of holds them high when you talk about that rapper list. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. then, like, I think about hearing the same cheesy that we have on Jigga Who. And yeah. then the same one's able to do something as breezy as Excuse Me, Miss. Mm-hmm. You know, like only a couple of years later. Like, that's being able to adapt your flow like that is yeah. actually pretty incredible. So, I don't know. I thought it was just an interesting debate to have. Yeah, yeah, Shane, you got any other Jay Z things, stories, ideas you want to throw uh, out there, postulate? I mean, for the most part, Jay Z. I remember back in the day because I mean the argument you have to have you've had for the longest time if you've been a long time Jay Z fan is who's better Jay Z and Nas Jay Z and Nas and we know that infamous battle where Jay Z took the loss to Nas but it's weird did he take the loss to Nas well for that time because I mean they did an actual vote and everything. And okay. the so this is around the time uh, during the blueprint. There's the song specifically the takeover mm-hmm. where he explicitly references Nas because Nas had put out. It wasn't even like Nas put out a song. It was no. Yeah. So basically, Jay Z was beefing with Mob Deep. Yeah, they're also from Queens. Nas is from Queens. Those are like his close buddies. Um, so through that, jabs started to happen from both camps. So Beanie Siegel would take a shot on the radio somewhere. Yeah. And so then Nas did a freestyle on the radio, pretty much coming at all of Rockefeller Records, talk about Beans, Jay-Z, everybody that's on the label at the time. So that's how they kind of got caught up in that beef. And as well, around, uh, around that time, Jay-Z had, had a thing with Nas's baby mother. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, but this is not when he, like, not like they were together or anything, but he had a thing with the mother of Nas's child, which is like another rapper, you know. Back now, it's like, okay, who cares? But back then, that was like, like, whoa, okay, that's awkward. And then at the same time, she also had a thing with Allen Iverson, a basketball player. So I'm just like, that was just kind of this thing that Jay-Z kind of had in the tuck. So around that time frame... Is when the beef happened. Everyone thought the novel, but if you now, if I listen to Ether and I listen to Takeover, and we break down the songs and how they work, I personally, back in the day, I would say you know Nas all day, Nas. I'm a Nas fan, Nas, Nas, Nas. Mm-hmm. But as time has progressed, Jay Z by like I like Takeover more. Super Ugly would have been accepted into 2018 because if you guys don't know the time frame, so Ether came out. Shocked the world. Three? 2000, yeah. 2002. And then, um, no, 2000, 2000, 2001. 
because I think Ether came out before Takeover. Oh, I thought it came out after. No, no, it came out after. No, it came out after. Right. Because because it's uh, off of that concept album that he put out. Right. So from the perspective of a fetus. So then Nas puts out Ether, shakes the world, and then uh, Jay Z adds an extra verse to Takeover. Telling Nas to you know who you know you know what but that keep that between me and you because it originally didn't feature any shots at mm-hmm. at Nas. They don't want to talk about Mob Deep, um, but because Ether, Etherhead came out and did the damage that it did, Jay Z put out Super Ugly. Now Super Ugly was a song done over I believe it's a Snoop Dogg or Dr. Dre beat, one of them. Um, but he talks about. Basically, he, the way he started the song, he said, it seems like me and your boy AI have more in common. Get it? Me and AI have more in common because that's the name of his baby mother. Yeah. And so he started talking about, I left the condom in the baby seat, all kinds of things. Damn. And so it, so now for that time, I mean, after what Pusha T did with Drake, that's like something completely different. But at that time, that was like, whoa. That's why ultimately Jay-Z ended up losing the beef. Because people were like, oh, you you went way too far. And then Jay-Z's mother made him apologize for the song. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, that's how, like, it got to that point. So, but if me think, like, now, looking at Ether and TakeOver personally, I think TakeOver is the better. I think it's done better. Because in my mind, Ether now to me sounds like kind of like a schoolhouse. Like, you're at the lunch table and I'm just yeah. talking stuff to you, like... Uh, like I like, just like and none of it's true, none of it's true. So it's like, but as far as the song and how it's constructed and how it goes, I'm more leaning nowadays towards takeover. All right. Yeah. Well, damn. Okay. Terry, you have anything else you want to say? I don't think so. Show me what you got, little mama. Show me what you got, <laughs> pretty lady. All right. Well, in that case, uh, that is an amazing discussion, Shannon. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, no I'm glad problem. we're here to talk for three hours about <laughs> it's your been favorite fun. artist. Yeah. I was looking forward to this. I was yeah. like, marked it on the calendar. It was like, yes, we're almost there. I know. And oh my God, we did so much goddamn research going into it. It was so good. Taryn, as always, thank you. Yeah, yeah. my pleasure. I know. Uh, in the meantime, guys, let us know your thoughts. Find us on the Facebook. Stalk us, if you will. Uh, and throw on your own ranking there. And again, Shannon will provide you a guaranteed Shannon clapback trademark. <laughs> Uh, and also, on top of that, please, you know, email us at thetruckdoctors.gmail.com. Feel free to rank us and review us on iTunes. Even if you hate us, that's fine. It's still a review, and we'll count that as a metric. Uh, <laughs> in the meantime, though, guys, thank you so much for listening. Keep on listening. You know that will be. Have a good one, guys. This is Kyle Hawk from It's All Dead, a podcast about the music we love and why we love it. Our show is a free-flowing conversation featuring a rotating cast of guests, including musicians, music journalists, and music enthusiasts, sharing how the music is still alive and well. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app, and then come visit us at itsalldead.com.